This episode of Book It is scheduled for... One Fall. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, and today we have your GMs, Damone, D-Money, Allen. Present. Primetime, Travi T. Living the dream. And no Hollywood this week. Ooh. Gimmick infringement. He's being... Even though I don't think I have said it in a while. Gimmick infringement? No, living the dream. Oh, living the dream? Yeah, no, you now you just say present. You're actually obligated to say it at least once. <laughs> uh, so this week we have a fun show in store for you, as always. Um, even if Kevin isn't here, we're still gonna have a good time. Um, so we've got how do I put this into words? We're doing a retiree booking. I can explain it. I just don't know what to call it. Yeah. So this was Old a Kevin idea. Home Slam 2019. <laughs> this was a Kevin idea, and then she told us right before the show that she's not coming. Yeah. Which is fine. This Things is happen. Fine. Things what's happen. going on in her life is way more important than what's going on in this damn podcast. But, so the original idea was it could be anybody that's retired from wrestling that is under the age of 50 and is still alive. Injuries did not matter. So, me and Damone said, fuck that. We bumped it up to 55 because <laughs> we want to see that shit, see some better matchups. Uh, I don't know. Damone, did you book this as Prime on Prime, or how did you book this? I booked this as, like, I don't know. It was like, like a 55-year-olds fighting 75-year-olds. It was... It was yeah. <laughs> we only that, went up to 55, but... Yeah, I almost true. There were a Should've couple, like, almost six... There's almost there was a couple almost sixty year olds who I'm like fuck I wish I could include them. Oh me too. I wanted Dean Malenko so bad. You really think that I I'd, I'd stop you? No. I, no, we would stop each other. No, Why? We I would. The same it was the spirit of the rule. So. Oh, now you guys like they... the fucking rules. You're like we're gonna pay attention <laughs> rules now when it's Kevin's rule. Yeah, she hits yeah. us. If we don't listen. Yeah, we're we're afraid. <laughs> so I booked mine as if it was like happening next weekend like so like, yeah i kind of did too yeah how so. many paramedics do you have on the scene do you do you get 25, more all of them how, like, 25 what's your paramedic budget two million that's, that's something i want to know two million dollars for paramedics that is a lot of paramedics you're losing money on paramedics only the best to make sure none none of them die um, all right, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get this started. And Damone, I, I hope you're ready to book because I'm gonna choose you to go first. Thanks, Mike. Well, I always have to go first when I go against Travis. Make Travis go first for once. I, I would, but he's eating fucking cereal right now. Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so having a book first would be a terrible idea. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna um, stop eating. True. So. Like I said, it was kind of a mix when I in my head. Like I kind of had them wrestling next week at their current ages, but also in their prime. I don't know. It's a fantasy world. I went with it. So 
in a peek behind the per- curtain, Travis did provide me with a list of wrestlers in the age group. Because if you go online, it's fucking pain in the ass to find the list that lists all wrestlers who've retired. You would think no, it would be easy, like three hours but it's, it's not. Yeah, right. I would have. You think it'd be easy, but I, it's not. I would have made the limit if I would have realized and I read it read it right. I would have made the limit sixty five years old. I think that would have been <laughs> that would have made a way better show. Just saying. Um, and dead. So, people. um, maybe we'll do for Halloween. We'll do a dead a zombie wrestler episode. An actual yeah. zombie wrestler, a zombie fed. There's there's enough. Especially with old timers and stuff, fucking have Luthez in matches. Wow, insensitive to dead people much. There's enough of them. Jeez. All the dead people. Go ahead. Well, in wrestling history, yeah, there's a lot. Um, but so we're gonna start this off with a triple threat match with the ladies. It's gonna be Trish Stratus Hello, ladies. Go ahead. <laughs> versus Paige versus Gail Kim. All oh, right, because yeah. Paige is retired. Is re- yeah. She is retired. First one, Trish. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's retired, even though she oh. periodically will pop up, but no, she's I technically agree. retired. Yeah, she is technically Gail, retired. And, and Gail Kim just re-retired. Is she so really retired? She yeah. retired, and then she came back, and then she got retired again. She's like the. The only woman that I can remember that's ever been on the TNA roster. Hold on, uh, Victoria. Um, the beautiful people. Um, and Angelina, Kong. awesome Kong. Yeah, Angelina Love. Um, what Sue the other Young. Two How are you Young? Sue Young. Sue, yeah, you can't forget Sue Young. No Sue, no me. Keep <laughs> <laughs> cut. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey. Keep going. Uh, Tell me how many anyway, matches do you have? I have twelve. Is this one pay per view? Me too. Yes, this is one pay per view. All right, mine's, mine's a two night. There's oh, no, there's yeah, no Kevin of course, here. Of course, so, Mike is gonna be like, I want your time limit. How? Oh, no, but seriously, <laughs> if you're booking, let's be completely honest here. If you're booking to actually book, are you really gonna fucking book twelve matches? Yes. You're really gonna book twelve matches. I could barely sit through this fucking is, eight. This is the matches. WrestleMania. This is the WrestleMania of old retirees. Yes. This yeah. is their last. Their, their the last send-off. hurrah. Last hurrah. Old, right. old, old ODF. Old, old news mania. Federation. <laughs> old mania. So yeah. old. Well, the, and the funny thing is, I'm starting off the match with people who aren't that old because I don't think Trish is that old. Paige is definitely not that old. And Gail is not that old. Not that old so, to us. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> we are old, though. Um, so Well, not, nobody versus... in this list is that old. No. 55 is in the... No go. Right. Right. 55 is so, the new 30. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. 30 is the uh, new 55. Right. It's true <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I'm dying yeah. over here. Um. So it's Trish versus Paige versus Gail. And I have, and by the way, I pretty much, I didn't book any storylines. These are just matches. Matches. Um, <laughs> they're pure wrestling. They're going to tell a story. You should have said they're going to tell all the story in the ring. They're going to tell all the story in the ring. Some of them, I, I, there's a background to it a little bit, but. So Trish versus Paige versus Gail, and I have Paige winning with the Rampage. 
She's the youngest, and I think the best out of the three. Like, I was never big on Gail Kim. And Trish got better as she got kept going, but I never thought she was great. I was more on Team Lita. So I'm going to have Paige win with the Rampage on Gail Kim. Um, my second match is going to be Doug Williams. If you watch TNA <laughs> at any point, like in the early or not early late 2000s, he was a prominent member of the, the late 2000s. Late 2000s, when, yeah. See, here here's the thing: is I watched I didn't watch T I watched TNA before they had a major TV deal. Like I'm talking, these were like was, in early 2000s, 2001. These were infomercials, and the yeah. And the only real thing I remember is the Insane Clown Posse beat up Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> That's the only thing. And Jeff Jarrett won the title about 15 times. I have it on <laughs> I have it on a VHS around here somewhere. I know That's... I taped it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to have Doug Williams versus Tyson Kidd. Because remember, injuries don't count. So I think that would be a pretty good match, Doug Williams. Um, so I'm going to have Doug Williams win after some heel shit. I love heel shit. And he's going to rake Tyson Kidd's um, eyes and then hit him with a chaos theory. For those in the know, that's a rolling German suplex There's... similar to what Chad Gable does. I got a question. This is what Chad Gable does. If yes. Tyson Kidd was still able to wrestle, would he have jumped over to AEW? No. You don't think so? No, because Natalia is still there. But but if he did, let's say let's say, well, I guess it, you could argue Dean, right. Mox, or whatever. I guess breaks let's, that. Let's let's take take but... Natalia out of the equation. We don't know. All right, let's take exactly her out of the equation. The answer, we don't know. What do you think that he would have gone over to AEW? I mean, he it's still can go be backstage. It's, I guess if he was to, leaving. It's hard to say because I don't know what he would have done at this point in his career. Like, is he on 205 Live? Is he on SmackDown? Is he on Raw? Is he even with the company anymore? It's I, hard I to say. I think he's a backstage role, isn't he? Well, I mean, like, if he never got injured. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean. Because he was point. doing the thing with Cesaro. It was Cesaro, which probably means we never get the bar. Yeah, it's true. That would be a weird world. A world without the bar. What if it was all three of them as the bar? So it's you see Tyson Kidd. I mean, he's short enough; he could just fit right underneath uh, both their <laughs> legs <laughs> during the entrance. You just see, you just see Sheamus Cesaro, and then Tyson Kidd just like laying down there with his like slithers through. Yeah, he, he comes through. He's a snake. He's a snake. <laughs> all right, um, so yeah, I have Doug Williams winning. So that's my second match. My third match is going to be a big boys match. And it's going to be the blueprint, Matt Morgan, who is retired. And I think he's the mayor of some town now um, versus Batista. So it's going to be big boys throwing each other around, beating the shit out of each other. Um, and I'm going to have Batista win after a Batista bomb. I almost booked that match. Matt Morgan versus the Batista. Mm -hmm. The blueprint versus the animal. It I had it filled as franchise freaks. Yeah, it it books itself pretty much. Um, yeah. so my next match, I actually changed this one. Well, I changed their 
Edge, Edge and Christian versus I changed their opponents. Um, I originally had it as Devon Dudley and Spike Dudley versus Edge and Christian, but I, I like I like Spike, but I think for this sort of event, I would want to do not more important, but some a little bit more prominent. So and I you mentioned this guy, so it made me think of it. So it's Raven's flock. So it's gonna be Raven and Billy Kidman versus Edge and Christian. Is Kidman <laughs> retired? Yeah, Man, Kidman's yeah. retired. He's a in a background role. I don't know who the fuck's backstage. You can't see him. <laughs> 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 that was a grandpa joke if there ever was one. Alright. I'm pretty sure I've seen him backstage. You've gone it's backstage? Like, he's breaking up fights. Like I've seen him in the back, like when there's fights in the back. I broke clearly oh, don't pay bad. that that well much of attention. He probably weighs at least two forty five now. But <laughs> <laughs> um I was gonna say oh, it's funny that we had like what, fifty, sixty guys? Right, and we are still booking almost the exact same card. <laughs> we have we have a lot of similar ideas. processes, right? Um, so yeah, Ravens flock versus Edge and Christian. So I'm gonna have Edge and Christian win. Um, <laughs> after Edge hits a spear on Billy, one, two, three, Edge and Christian wins. They're considered one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So I figured put them over. This one, I don't think you'll pick this one. Um, so it's Lita versus Beulah McGillicuddy yeah, in a street fight. Them. So I did not. Beulah's like most well-known match is in a street fight again, or in a extreme rules match against now the referee in ECW, whose name I'm drawing the blank on. Um, but that's as known as her best match, and. I figured her and Lita, like, Beulah in the 90s in ECW was considered, like, the hot chick. And Lita was also the alternate, or, like, alternative sort of hot chick. So, Beulah, I don't know. Beulah, the, the name Beulah is the most unhot name I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, sorry to our Beulah listeners out there. <laughs> All the Beulahs I, of the world. You're beautiful. You're Beulah, too. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. Um, but Lita's true. better. So Lita's gonna win after she hits a twist of fate on the garbage can. So one, two, three. But it's a, a hard hitting. They use weapons. It's a good match. Or yeah. So my next one, I also changed the, one of the participants in this one. Mm-hmm. JBL is the one who was in there the whole time. Originally had it as JBL versus Kurt Angle, but I changed it because I put Kurt in a different match. So it's going to be JBL versus Ahmed Johnson. Okay. You could have put them together, and Ahmed Johnson could have taken Farouk's spot. Do we just not have Ahmed Johnson? No. As a kid, I liked Ahmed Johnson. I, I can't lie. Like One of the first matches I remember is there was a battle royal, and... Shawn Michaels and Ahmed were best friends, and they both and they ended up like the final two participants. I think I think Shawn wins at least in my brain. That's what I remember. I you're probably one of the crocodile snacks. 
But yeah, <laughs> I could be completely wrong. But um, yeah, I liked Ahmed Johnson as a kid. I realized he was terrible now, but well, as a kid, you, I liked him. Did you leave anybody off this card? Yeah, I left people off. Okay. Yeah. So um, JBL versus Ahmed. So we're going to have JBL is going to win. Ahmed's the face in this situation. He's going to, or JBL is going to win doing some heel shit. Referee. Like, he's distracting the referee, low blow from behind. Um, and then he's going to hit a clothesline from hell, which is one of my favorite finishers because it looks stiff as fuck, and JBL's a big guy, and he looks like he's going to take your head off when he hits it right. So um, JBL wins after some heel shit. Um, so... My next match is going to be, and this one is purely like me just being an asshole. So it's Ryback versus William Regal. And literally, I just wrote Regal stretches the shit out of Ryback. <laughs> You're going to love mine. <laughs> and then wins with a Regal stretch. So pretty much, I'm doing instead of Goldberg. I'm, yeah, I just realized that I did the Goldberg thing. <laughs> Regal is literally going to Goldberg uh, Ryback. So he's just going to stretch the shit out of him, make him look foolish. But he's going to actually get the win this time. So that was pretty much me. Just I did never liked Ryback. And I remember going to a WWE show like when he before he was on TV. And like immediately when he came out, everyone in the audience started chanting Goldberg. And this was before he was even on TV. So that should have been the sign, WWE. <laughs> um so, my next match is going to be for you, the people who like the smaller guys. So, it's going to be Gregory Helms versus JB, Jamie Noble versus Davari versus Sanjay Dutt. Um, Sanjay Dutt just joined the WWE creative team, or as a backstage role at least. So, I'm going to have actually Sanjay Dutt. He's going to win with a uh, moonsault foot stomp on Jamie Noble. Who is Sanjay Dutt, Jamie Noble, and who? Sanjay Dutt, Jamie Noble, Jamie Noble, Gregory Helms, aka Hurricane, um, versus Davari. Wait, is it a fatal four way or a three on one? A fatal four way. I was about to it's say. Soft versus, yeah, Helms versus Noble versus Davari versus Dutt. So Dutt's going to win after he hits the moonsault foot stomp on Noble, which if Finn Balor could figure out that could do the moonsault, Foot stomp, that would be lit. Get on that. Train him how to do it. It looks better than the regular <laughs> foot stomp, in my opinion. So um, you like flippy shit? That's I, for some reason in that case I like the flippy shit. <laughs> um, so my next one is going to be, and I'm surprised he fits. He fit in, but Mick Foley. Mick Foley. He's he not even the oldest to, person on this list. Really? He's only fifty three. Wow, I would have thought he was, like, close to the 60. Sorry, Mick. Uh, <laughs> Mick Foley versus Abyss in a Monsters Ooh, Ball. Ooh, okay. Mick Foley versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball. Um, it's bloody. It's a bloody mess. Just weapons. Barbie is involved. Tags. All sorts of craziness. And I didn't think about the logistics of this finish, but we'll make it. It would fucking work somehow. So, pretty much... There's gasoline, gets poured on some tacks, set on fire. Mick hits a double arm DDT on Abyss through the flaming tacks. One, one, two, three. Mick Foley wins. It's like you want Mick Foley to die. 
Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, Mick, if you're I don't gonna know die, how it's gonna work. In the ring. You be, I can see you, Mick. I don't know how it's gonna work, but what I need you to do. Hey, hey fall he on jumped top on of some fired, on fire tax, please. Just... He 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 let um, Undertaker throw him off the cell without having been up on the cell. So I figured this is tame for him. I guess I. I just don't it, want him to die. I don't want him to die either. I'm hoping he doesn't. Hoping he makes that. I think Mick will make it out of the match. He's fine. <laughs> well, since the match isn't real, he's good. Right, he's good. Y'all good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get it. We you see the headline tomorrow. <laughs> I, no, Mick. Mick fully fully dies dead. After no. Monsters Ball match with the Abyss. Flaming <laughs> tags. <laughs> um, so my next one is going to be. How many um, I got through. Three more. Okay. So Mark Henry and Matt Bloom, but I have Matt Bloom as A Train, not Tensai, because Ten Tensai was trash. That was all right. A Train so was trash. I would rather I prefer A Train than fucking Tensai. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Albert was good. When I got back I, into I get wrestling, what they were going for. I get what they were going for because he did go to Japan and dominate in Japan. Okay, but I was like. But, it was dumb. I didn't know it was him because I, I randomly put on a pay-per-view one time that I'd never seen. And I turned it on. And I said to somebody, I was like, why does this this Asian guy look like A-Train? They're like, that's because he is A-Train. I was like, that's the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't know what was happening. Like, he had some sort of confusion on well, what he should do and shouldn't. I got what they were going for because they were going for... Oh, I for, got it, but it was not a good like, idea. He's, yeah, he's he went to Japan, became a monster, and came back. So I get what they were going for, but... What? These are your two biggest matches coming up? Um, After this one, I, yeah. I have one more after that, or two more. A pre-main event, and then our headliner, and then the main event. The headliner okay. is kind of smarky, I guess. In a, a little bit. Um, so it's Mark Henry and Matt Bloom, aka Train, versus Taz and Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Uh, it seems like Jason Jordan's pretty much retired because he's hurt, and that injury is pretty bad. So we're gonna have and Taz and Jordan seem like they would have been a killer tag team, just suplexing the shit out of everybody. So um, we're gonna have Taz and Jason Jordan. They're going to win. Eventually, Taz is going to be... It's going to be a lot of people getting thrown around because Mark Henry and Matt Bloom are big guys, and they are going to throw Taz and Jason Jordan around, but Jason Jordan are also going to... And Taz are going to be able to suplex the shit out of Henry and, and A-Train. So, but Taz eventually locks in the trans the Taz mission on Matt Bloom, a.k.a. He locks in the transmission. The trans the transmission. Lock yeah. in the transmission. <laughs> anyway... Anywho, it's weird because I also had, I didn't, I changed it, but you've got a lot of things I almost did, which is weird. <laughs> I almost did Taz and Jason Jordan as a tag team. I think you guys Great minds think copying off of each other. <laughs> he, re he read my my original draft and then he, I took, <laughs> took and changed it. Um, but yeah, Taz mission, Bloom taps out, A-Train taps out. So, for my um, headliner, I guess, it's going to be Kurt Angle versus Nigel McGuinness. 
also formerly known as Desmond Wolf in TNA. So they had a feud in TNA that was pretty good. They were they had a lot of good matches. Um, in TNA, Nigel McGuinness is one of those guys that, that is a what if, where when he was healthy and he was one of the top guys, but then he kept getting hurt and like he never TNA wasted him and. He was supposed to go to WWE, but then he got hurt again, and it just never happened. And now he's just a commentator for 205, or no, NXT. For NXT, he's one of the commentators. But Kurt Angle versus Nigel McGuinness, and I'm going to have McGuinness win after hitting the Tower of London on Kurt Angle. Um, It's pretty much a rope-hung stunner sort of thing. Um... So, for my main event is going to be CM Punk versus The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, who barely snuck in at, say, like, 53 like years old. I feel like he's fucking old by now. Yeah, he snuck in at, like, 53 or 54 years old. He's 54 because he, like, barely made the list. Like, he's barely in it. Um, So, I... Much to Mike's discontent, I'm going to have CM Punk. He's going to counter a stunner. This is going to be a really good... And, oh, and it's no holds barred. Who's the match again? I'm sorry. It's P- Punk versus Austin versus The Rock. I almost did that match, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's my main event. So you got one of the biggest stars of the 2000s and two of the biggest stars from the late 90s, the Attitude Era, Ruthless... Well, the Rock is a little ruthless aggression, like beginning. Austin too, but mostly attitude there. So, um, yeah. So CM Punk's gonna eventually counter a stunner into the GTS. One, two, three. CM Punk wins, stands tall, and then everyone goes and eats their applesauce because it's bedtime at five o'clock. This <laughs> this event happens. This event all happens at like noon. <laughs> 8 a.m. because they were up at right. four. They they started early and uh, got done early. Yeah, so they, they could beat the traffic. Up. And they go to Denny's in the middle of it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Get a grand slam. It's hosted at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is at, at a Denny's connected to a retirement home. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm calling my show. WWE Homecoming Weekend. Should be Denny's Mania. (laughs) Um, Homecoming Weekend. Homecoming Weekend. So it's a two-night show. Live on the uh, WWE Network. It's really just a a house show. Kind of. Two house shows. Old people on the WWE Network. And it's, it's both. Both of them are live from Madison Square Garden. That's important to me. Live, Madison <laughs> Square Garden. Old WrestleMania. Old people. WrestleMania from 1993. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right. So my first match of night one is basically okay. By the way, I build it as it is two cards. By the way, so there's two main events. Okay. Okay. So my first match is. Alex Shelley versus Sanjay Dutt versus Jamie Noble 
versus Joey Mercury versus Davari versus Jeff Jarrett versus Gregory Helms versus Doug Williams in a ladder match. Eight-man ladder match. That's a lot of flying bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And I gave it to Alex Machine Guns. Not both of them, just one of them. I know, but I still like the Muller suit. I know they're kind of flippy, but I did like the Muller City Machine Guns. Also, I need to preface my booking by saying I didn't leave anybody off this card. <laughs> you did all 50? All 50 people, 60, whatever it was. I used everybody. We already used eight, so we've got 42 <laughs> left. Because <laughs> um, so there's a lot of multi-man matches in this. Just because I booked it as if it was like something just to be a fun night for wrestling fans. Yeah. So you'll have your good spots. Some of us going to be garbage, but it'll be funny. So we'll, we'll get through garbage. it. Garbage. I got to stop doing this, McMahon. <laughs> Tomorrow we repeat everything. In- yeah, next, well, next season, so, the voice is going to get stuck that way. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome to Book It. I'm your GM. High five, Mike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my <Damn>. next match <laughs> is. A Lions Den match between Ken Shamrock and Mark Coleman. I totally thought about doing that match too. <laughs> and I'm like, I already got 12 matches. I can't add another one, but I totally thought about that. So I have Mark Coleman winning that. Um, like I said, there's not a whole lot of storylines with mine either. Some of them have storylines, some of them don't. Uh, the next match is going to be a four corners of the world. Tornado tag match. Tornado flag match, actually. So we've got Team America, Charlie Haas and Jason Jordan, versus Team Canada, Lance Storm and Tyson Kidd. Oh, I forgot about Lance. Versus Team United Kingdom, which is William Regal and Nigel McGuinness. Versus Team Japan, which is Shibata versus Tetsuhiro Yagi. So this is going to be a tornado tag, fatal four-way flag match. So once your flag is removed from the pole, you are eliminated. Your team is eliminated. Okay. And I have Charlie Haas and Jason Jordan losing this match to William Regal and Nigel McGuinness because they're the best wrestlers in the match. (laughs) Um, A lot of Americans are going to be mad at you about this. That's fine. Got to get some heel shit in here. You so my next it. match is probably my most story-centric. Um, it's Kurt Angle versus Raven. So Raven, Kurt Angle is offered a chance to compete on the show. He says no. He takes his retirement seriously, blah, 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 blah. So then Raven returns, and he says that the reason Kurt Angle won't sign on to face or to fight at the show is because the match they had him sign for was against Raven. He said he's always been afraid of Raven since the day he started his wrestling career, way back in ECW, when he crucified Sandman and Kurt Angle ran out like a crying little bitch. (laughs) And he says that it goes into his typical Raven storyline. He says Kurt Angle and Raven have had had their feuds. They went to high school together, and Angle was the jock, and Raven was the outcast. They were they were born to born to fight. 
That's their whole their whole. So thing. he just repeats his Tommy Dreamer exactly promos. Yeah, does this promo happen while he's walking the streets of a suburban town? Yes, it does. Suburban Pittsburgh, in fact. There you go. So <laughs> he talks about that, and he says that um, he won't take no for an answer. So either Kurt Angle can face him, or he can um, find Kurt Angle and take him out. So Kurt Angle says, no, I'm not, I'm not facing anybody. It's got nothing to do with you, blah, blah, blah. Lights go out. Lights come back on. Raven's in the ring. Raven starts swinging on him. Um, he, Angle starts fighting back. He starts to get the upper hand. Lights go out. Lights come back on. And the flock is in the ring. All members of the flock ever are in the ring, except Sam Punk. He's not there. <laughs> They and they beat the hell out of Kurt Angle, um, and then they put Kurt Angle onto a cross. Really, only like half the people in the flock could have actually probably done maybe something, and that half was they, basically Billy Kidman and Stephen Richards. Yeah, that was boy. it. The the sick boy, they couldn't do shit. Like <laughs> they constantly lost. Fucking uh, the one dude uh, who they they had. Hold on, just so we're aware, I'm talking about. All incarnations. So Raven's Nest, the Flock, Raven's Cult. There's like it's a lot of people. people. <laughs> There's 40 people in there beating the fuck out of Kurt Angle right now. All right, so they're doing 40 people. So um, Kurt Angle finally accepts the match, but he wants it to be a Raven's Rules match. He wants to beat Raven at his own game. So this match is basically just classic technical wrestling versus brawling hardcore style. Um, it's Jock versus Outcast, like like Raven said. Uh, I have Kurt Angle going over though. Um, yeah, he should. He's better. I like Raven, but no. and you aren't kidding about there being a ton of fucking people in. Yeah. Yeah, in every so single many. one. <laughs> There's like twenty just in the WC or ECW <laughs> version. Um. As far as WCW, I don't remember there being too many. Like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Then, it definitely sad, doesn't look like it, because half of them don't do anything. Saturn was in it. No, yeah. it's, Saturn. it's because there was... It ten didn't feel a lot, because there was 45 members in the NWO. That's also <laughs> probably true, because it's around the same time. So... um. My next match is Ryback comes out. He cuts a little promo. He says that they couldn't find one, su- not one suitable opponent for him. They they gave him off a list of names, and he just kept saying, "Feed me more." So they decided to put him in the first ever buffet match, <laughs> which is a gauntlet match, but Ryback's calling it a buffet match because he's going to eat up the competition. <laughs> I feel like this is a Ryback promo, but he stutters through the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so first out is Norman Smiley. He gets beat in all of 13 seconds. Oh, poor Norman. Next out is Scotty Tuhati. He gets trashed as well. Begging it, begging it, begging it, begging it. I'm just gonna. Does he, just do the, gonna, does he do the worm? He has to do the worm. Yeah, he does the worm. He does the worm, and then as soon as he pops up from it, he gets fucking meat hook clothesline. Okay. Oh, that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Get so. It up. 
just assume until I start saying otherwise that these people are just getting fucking obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is Damian Sandow. I was waiting for somebody to pull him out. Then Alex Riley. Next is Adam Rose, Adam Pierce, Steve Carino, Road Dog, and then comes Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Johnson gives him a little bit of a fight, most he's seen all night, but he still beats him. Next is Gene Snitsky. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> um, he, that's how he started. He says, look, if I ruin your party, if I ruin your buffet trip right back, just know it's not my fault. And he runs out to the ring. He gives him more of a fight than Ahmed Johnson does, but he still gets beat. And Ryback looks like he's, he's the winner. He doesn't have any more competition. He starts to cut another promo. But then Mark Henry's music hits. Somebody going to get the ass kicked. <laughs> so he comes out. He hits the ring. He, tells, he grabs the mic and he says, you got one more challenger and it's right in front of you. What are you going to do about it? So Into Ryback. the Hall of Pain. Ryback runs and hits the ropes. He's into the ropes and he's off of the ropes. And he goes for <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes and hits a meat hook clothesline on Mark Henry. But Mark Henry no sells it. He hits the next one again. A third time. And finally a fourth time. Ryback can't believe it. He goes for a straight right hand. It gets blocked, and Mark Henry starts laying in the shots. He then scoops him up, world strongest slam. One, two, three, Mark Henry wins the Ryback's Buffet match. Nice. I just like to hear Ryback lose. So. <laughs> that was a perfect, perfect setup for a joke match like that. Like, that was it was great. You knocked out, like, ten people in that match. <laughs> I know, eleven. Twelve total, including Ryback. That's why I used all fifty. <laughs> yeah, I used, I used a ton of multi-men, multi-woman matches. Um... My bad. So, my main event for night one is the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, versus The Rock. Match that's never been seen, never been done. Right, that's never happened. Uh, so, I have The Rock going over because The Rock actually has somewhat of a chance of having a career after this. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think I used, I didn't even think about Sean, mostly because the last time I saw Sean in the ring, I was sad, and it was like, <laughs> please, why did, like, I know the Saudi Arabia money is good, but, and I would have taken it too, I don't blame him, I would have done the same thing. I'll but, fight, I'll like, fight Mike Tyson tonight for that money. <laughs> right. <laughs> no preparation, I'm drunk, I will fight him tonight. <laughs> So, night two, uh, it opens up with the Queen of the Ring Battle Royal. Um, do you want me to list off all the people, or you want me to just... It's, all, it's 15 people. You want me to list them off or no? No, just say who won. All right. Nikki Bella wins. Um, who I she did, last eliminate? Did you pick who she yeah, was eliminating last? Yeah, she'll, I'll, I'll use that to announce this person. She last eliminates the quintessential babyface of the Attitude Era. Molly Holly. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Molly should Did win. Just, just to throw Molly Holly out. Uh, so my next match is a five-on-five elimination match. It is Team Next versus 
um, Ravens flock. So team next is Matt Bloom, Robbie Brookside, Sarah Del Rey, and Norman Smiley. And Serena. Versus Stevie Richards, Beulah McGillicuddy, Billy Kidman, Mick Foley, and Kimona Wanalaya. Okay. Okay. And Ravens Flock wins. Because I like their guys better. <laughs> it last ends with Stephen Richards hitting his super kick on Sarah Del Rey. And then Mick Foley follows up with the mandible claw. And Billy Kidman hits the moonsault, shooting star press, whatever this fucking move is, and he pins her. Billy Kidman, yeah, it's a shooting star press. He has one of the best shooting star press. Yeah. But he did hurt. I forgot who he hurt. Like, he fucked somebody up really bad. I mean, and, like, he turned heel. They used it to turn him heel. And he had that bond. He had a really good theme song. Like, too good for Billy Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Billy Kidman was good. He was, but the the theme song was better than he probably should he have was, gotten. He was married to Tori Wilson. Yeah, they lost her to A-Rod. Regardless, he was married to Tori Wilson, so... He, shit. More than I can <laughs> say. <laughs> but you're married to Hi-Fi Wife. I know, but she's not Tori Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Brad uh, Pitt, so we're even. <laughs> um, My next match is... A six-man tag match. It is... Edge and Christian and Tyson Tomko versus Spike Dudley, Devon Dudley, and Batista. So this is kind of like a mixed match match because <laughs> uh, it's like got the Dudley boys with Spike and Devon, but also got Reverend <laughs> Devon and Deacon Batista. And then also Edge and Christian and then Christian and Tomko. So it's like, there's the, what's that called? What's that? The missing piece? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> The missing it's link. like it's like um the degrees of to Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Edge, Christian, and Tomko going over because I like them That's better. Good. My next match is a fatal four-way uh, women's match. It is Melina versus Trish Stratus versus Gail Kim versus Paige. Um, I actually have Trish Stratus winning this match because I originally had Paige win it, but then Damone did this basically the same match. Fucking pick Paige, so I'm not gonna pick Paige. Um, this next match is my. These were the six guys I had left over and didn't have anything else to do with them. So it's Team <laughs> WWE versus Team TNA. It's JBL, Luther Reigns, and X Pac. Versus Taz, Matt Morgan, and Abyss. I feel like Luther Reigns should not be there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was a thing. Like, one time I was watching something, and it had Kurt Angle in the wheelchair, and yeah. it was Luther Reigns wheeling him out. And that's all I remember of Luther Reigns. I don't remember a match or I anything. I just remember him. I, I just remember him being. <laughs> I don't remember I just, anything. <laughs> I just remember him wheeling out Kurt Angle after he got choke slammed off the ledge 
by Big Show. And that's oh, it. That's all yeah. I remember. I also remember when Kurt Angle was revealed to be that the mask mask wrestler. Oh and yeah, I remember Eddie that. Guerrero. He was like, yeah. your, your ankle is not broken. Right. It was a terrible Eddie Guerrero impression. Yeah, it was. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thing Kevin's not here to make fun of me. I would have never thought that was a fucking Eddie Guerrero impression. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. So I have Taz, Matt Morgan, and Abyss going over because they're bigger names. The only big name on JBL, Lutheran's next pock is JBL. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> Pac dirty, X Pac. Disrespecting Pac. Not Pac, uh, but X Pac. X Pac. Whenever I hear Pac, I always think of Tupac and X Pac. I almost put him in here as Six Pac for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, that's what he was in WCW. Six Pac. So. Oh, my, my main event for night two is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus CM Punk. And I have Stone Cold going over. Yeah, I'm down with that. Better than CM Punk going over, so. Well, if they, if neither one of them wrestle again, the reason Stone Cold should go over is because he's the bigger star. That is very true. So is that the end of it? That's the end of your booking? Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so Stone Cold and The Rock go over, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I didn't notice until I was booked, like reading this back to you guys, that I had fucking Norman Smiley booked twice. Yeah, he did. He recovered. Yeah, he got his ass beat by fucking Ryback and came back and fought for Team Next. If I would have known that, I would have just taken him off of the fucking Ryback match. Had Scotty Too Hotty be the first one. All right, so obviously I won this week. <laughs> you say that every week. It's not a competition, boys. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. All right, anyways, we're going to go ahead and we're going to roll on out of here. Hopefully everybody enjoyed this week. Uh, we're going to go over the plugs. Did Did you want to do Kevin's plugs? Vince plugs? Kevin's Kevin. plugs? Yeah, oh, do yeah. Plug. Hey, goddamn, pal. Go to Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> goddamn, pal. If you want to see me wrestle or know more about my wrestling career, follow me on Facebook at K-A-I-A March like the month. That's Kaya March. God damn it. <laughs> and right now I'm not wrestling, but it's not because I got injured while wrestling. It's because I got injured at my office job, believe it or not. God damn it, pal. <laughs> now go like me on Facebook, pal. And follow me on Twitter as well. That's K-A-I-A March. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing the best, ever the, I, don't, I can't even follow that. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> Go to our website, t13media.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all that. <laughs> Let's book it. See ya. <laughs> Softer. A little bit soggy. 
Um, mm. I like I like both. Me too, but I like I think to I go from soggy. one to the other. But I don't like it too soggy. Too soggy is fucked up. It also depends on the cereal. Like some cereal you want super soggy, but another cereal you want it a little crunchier. I agree with that. What are we doing for an intro? Uh, 